0: And you are tuning in Uh to Why Not Sports Uh with the homie d Murph. So why
1: not? Why
0: not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court Why not sports? Hey Why not sports? Yeah Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court Why not sports? Hey Why not sports? D-Murph, you a fool for this one one. (laughs) Yeah
1: We interrupt this regularly scheduled programming for this special report I'm Cole Johnson of Cole Sports, and this is your Why Not Sports Short. All right, world, it's not a fluke. You see someone that, you see the title, Sets for Life, with Coach J, Coach Joy Walker, Joy Walker JW. That's just how the big homie do it. I got nicknames for everybody, especially because I play sports. It's just something that I do. But anyway, I'm excited to have her on. I know I gave a lot out, but, hey, y'all rock with me. Y'all got love for me. But she's an author. Like I said, she's a host of her own podcast, former D1 Hooper, and just overall coach dedicated to preparing athletes for life after sports. Yes, I said that correctly. No, this is not... Someone that I've been knowing for years, I promise. But I'm sure after this show we might put something together because she's doing similar things as I am, but that's not the point. I'm just glad we can put time aside to make sure we give y'all some dope content. And I'm going to stop talking so she can talk because I know she got some things to say. But Coach J, welcome to Why Not Sports.
0: D Murph what an introduction i'm feeling the pressure now we hey. got to bring this this fire content <laughs> oh, for your it's listeners gonna be fire i'm ready you know i got one more nickname i'm throwing there okay. skywalker cuz oh. i still got some hops oh. like if you want to see me on the court I might not dunk it, but, oh. you know, I, I'll get up there. I'll oh. get up
1: there. Uh, uh, okay, well, uh, <clears throat> well, anybody that knows how I roll, I don't even hoop no more. Like, I got kids. I got stuff. So, But on 2K, I can sit
0: two Oh, <laughs> I got to get a good stretch in first. But, you know, you want to play half-court, okay. I'm down. Okay, I'm now, down. Now,
1: now you're talking my language. I could do half-court, uh, to the you, album, you know, you know, a little something. But anyway, hey, y'all stop laughing at us We just, you know, doing what we do But welcome again Thank you for taking your time And just rocking with me Just kind of let the world know More about you And just how your love For sports came about
0: Ooh, wait, how much time you got? Look. Come on, hey, so- hey, I
1: already told you I was, <laughs> Let's go
0: So, uh, my name is Joy Walker. A lot of people call me Coach J. Originally from St. Louis, Missouri. Shout out to STL. I love my city. St. Louis. Uh, Let's go. (laughs) My, My mom tells this story. Uh, I was like nine or 10 months old and she set me in front of the television when she went to like wash dishes or do something. And she would flip through the tra- the channels and try to find something for me to watch. And if basketball was on, if Michael Jordan was playing, like I wasn't even talking at this point, mm. but I would jump up and down and, and I would literally throw a fit if she wouldn't let me watch basketball. So a lot of people ask, you know, when did you fall in love with the game? I'm like, nine or 10 months old like I cannot remember a time when I was not obsessed with basketball and from there my love just continued to really grow and evolve uh grew up in a single parent household uh, dad wasn't around uh, mom was a single mom and like a lot of single moms she was hustling mm-hmm. you know she was in school she went back to school after she had me she was working a lot uh, so I spent a lot of time with my coaches a lot of time with my teammates and that really really became my family mm-hmm. uh, basketball was the place where I received so much praise and it was oh my gosh Joel you're good at this and you're going to go to college and play ball Yeah. so that was the place where I felt safe mm-hmm. and that was the place where I had like my sisters and my from my AAU coach to my coach at South Carolina's like like those were my father figures um and then I literally dedicated the first 20 years of my life to becoming this amazing basketball player wanted to go overseas you know do all that stuff but as we all know less than two percent go pro facts and I was not in that two percent mm-hmm. and when I graduated from college walk across that stage and my entire world came crashing down mm-hmm. uh a lot of I talk about on my podcast a lot of athletes go through this depression mm, you know mm. trying to re trying to figure out okay who am i now that i'm not a football player that i'm not a basketball player right. and i remember literally sitting on the couch for 4 months mm. just stuck just stuck because basketball was all i knew it was what i loved i had dedicated my life to this sport and now it was over and nobody was telling me how to I I didn't realize the amazing skills that I had refined through years of playing my sport. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize how I could translate those to the next stage of life. So I was literally stuck. I was depressed. I didn't know what was next. So from there, I had a million and one different jobs. (laughs) <laughs> That's real. trying to trying to find that rush again trying to figure out okay what's next eventually uh, I had a degree in accounting worked in accounting for a couple of years absolutely hated that so I'm like man forget this I love basketball I'm going to coach um, so left a really really sweet job literally cut my salary in half moved into a dorm coached basketball and it was the greatest decision I ever made
1: mm.
0: but from there I saw that the cycle repeats itself And as much as I love my players, as much as I love them being dedicated to the game and us winning games, I saw that they were dedicating so much time to their sport that they were doing the same thing I was doing. They weren't preparing for what was going to come next. You only play the sport up until maybe 21, 22. You're going to be on this earth for another god willing 80 90 years right right right. so i i said okay why aren't there more tools why aren't there more books and programs and i i promise you i literally spent a year searching high and low for answers to help athletes and i found some things Mm -hmm. but not what i really wish i would have had so Mm -hmm. when people say you know how did you start the podcast why did you write the book like it's it's literally my life story and providing my athletes with the tools i wish that i had
1: powerful Hey, hey, y'all, <clears throat> like I said, <laughs> I love it Like, author, looking for tools and resources to help those that will need it Because th- they need it, we still need it But I applaud you for that, Coach, for, for doing that And talking about, you know, podcasting How did you go about podcasting Like why why podcasting It could have just been you know I can just be a speaker Cause some I know granted podcasts Are becoming more and more popular But still why podcasting
0: Ooh, that's a great question I um I have always been a podcast junkie Mm. like some people always some people are sort of new to like discovering I remember when Apple literally first introduced the podcast I can't tell you what year it was I was in high school this was a long time ago so I listened to I've listened to podcasts for a long time Um, and they're really really near and dear to my heart because when I was in corporate when I was working jobs that I hated Mm. podcasts are what got me through those eight hours like I would listen to uplifting and inspiring podcasts and once i realized the book I was like the book is really really good but they're going to need more than this. They're mm-hmm. going to need something each and like the same way I listen to podcasts like The Secret to Success or was on. on Fire like some of those just weekly just fire podcasts mm-hmm. I was like we need one for our athletes that literally teach them okay this is how you take this amazing skill set this ability to bounce back this ability to take constructive criticism all these tools that you have how do you take this skill set and apply it and continue to dominate life after sports so like I said I love love podcasts i'm a big podcast fan so i was like like you got why not sports I'm like why not sets for life you know come on <laughs>
1: come on yeah i see that look at that i see coach oh my bad you continue though you don't mad at me i just be in my little world but no that's dope though and 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 like i was telling you offline what we our experience our Overall transition from being an athlete And being around the game as heavy as we were Being in corporate or in the real world As heavy as we were We realized that's not for us, so to speak And doing what you're doing is huge And like when you reaching back To, like I was saying I know you've done some shows with You know, some WNBA uh, athletes Some uh some entrepreneurs, like when people listen to Sets for Life, what should they be expecting when they hear your
0: show? Oh, it depends on what week they tune in. Come on, <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> I tr- I, my goal is to cover it all. Okay. I want to talk to the professional athletes because we can't. I had one guest who brought to my attention that we can't forget about the 2% either. They mm. need to be prepared. You know, for what's going to happen. Right. Uh, I want to talk to the ninety-eight percent who don't play. I want to. I want to talk to people. I've literally had engineers. I've had scientists. I've had. I mean, every entrepreneurs, every industry you can think of. I want to cover it all. And I've had. And it's not just like basketball or football, the sports that you see. I've had mm-hmm. track and field right. and soccer. And I want. I want listeners to know the athletes that are in the process of the transition I want them to know that they aren't alone they aren't mm-hmm. the only one struggling they aren't the only one trying to figure okay who am I now what's next I, I want to cover it all everything that you could think of from just talk we talk about you know when did you fall in love with the game mm-hmm. what are some of the parallels you see between your sport and life and what was that transition like was it was it difficult for you and the more that I dig into their personal stories the more that I, I see how that sort of relates to their transition and like I said it just depends on what week you turn you tune in we we literally cover it all
1: hey y'all each and every week you get something special so make sure y'all subscribe make sure you check it out and also i know this is the middle of the show but for those listening right now how can they find you on social media
0: Oh yeah. Uh definitely uh Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, I'm everywhere, even on LinkedIn. Uh you'll find me at Sets for Life three one four. Again, that's at Sets for Life three one four. And on LinkedIn you'll find me there at Joy Walker. That's J O I Walker.
1: Hey y'all. Make sure y'all hit coach up. Coach J Skywalker. Just whatever. Hit up. But I, I, I like I like I said before. I got to tell on myself, so we set a time up, and me being me, thinking I was going <clears> to <throat> be ahead, actually was running behind, yes, yes, I know, world, the big homie was running behind, but anyway, I made sure I hit up like, yo, let's talk while I'm on the way to the house, because I don't want you to think that I didn't forget about So, also, that's just something that as athletes, we, especially who love the game, we... Try not to have any type of excuses To slow us down from handling business And that is very important So I want to just tell on myself On that note to the world Because I know there have been times When you played uh, The plane was delayed Or there was a layover Or the gym had another event going on And we had to make adjustments, right?
0: I love it. And I think that that's another thing that as athletes we don't realize we have. We don't take no for an answer. We. we refuse (laughs) if we run into an issue like if I have like an ankle that's bothering me it's like no see the trainer get it taped up and get out there Mm -hmm. like you we find a way to get it done and I've talked to some guests on my show and a lot of times because we are so celebrated within our sport we can be afraid to step away because we don't know if we'll necessarily be good at something else so we have to remind ourselves like we can bounce back we can get through anything like you said plane delayed bus breaks down the highway we're still gonna get there strap up and go to battle with our teammates and it's the same thing in life stuff is gonna happen but how do I take this amazing skill set that I have that you can't buy I had one guest who said it I I mean I can't say the way that she said it but she said think about other 21 and 22 year olds Around the world No one is more battle tested Than a student athlete I'm sorry mm-hmm. The way that your coaches Just put you in scenarios Day after day after day And force you to come together And fight Like we have an advantage We just have to figure out How to transfer those skills
1: mm. hey Amen A oh world y'all, y'all listen to coach she, she doing it man And it's good to hear Your perspective Being an athlete, being an entrepreneur And making that transition Because more of us need to hear Other inspiring stories such as yourself So, you're an author I gotta hear on the book The Sweet Spot How did you come up with the title? And what made you decide to become an author?
0: Oh Wow, these are, these are great questions. Well, thank you.
1: <laughs> I, I had a big homie. I, I, I love, like you said, how we, the same approach for our sport, the same approach that I do for my brand. Same exact tactics, principles, and everything.
0: Oh, and that is a loaded question. Uh, the book literally started when I was an undergrad. Mm-hmm. And the book didn't release until last year. So we're talking about like a seven year span where the book was literally like a note in my iPhone. Um, gotcha. So when I was so when I was in undergrad, uh, our athletic department would bring in different speakers and they would talk about life after sport. Only two percent of you are going pro. You need to get ready. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm not trying to hit it. I'm going pro. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Maybe you haven't seen yep. me play.
1: Yep. That's real.
0: <laughs> so. I, in undergrad, I just wasn't trying to hear it, but I thought that athletes would need tools, right? I was an accounting major, so I'm like, okay, maybe we need to learn about personal finance and, you know, some other things. So I started this program in my phone, and I called it LAB, and that stood for Life After Basketball. Just some tools I thought that, you know, might be helpful. Um, so it literally remained a note in my phone for years, uh, and I was like I'll get to it I always wanted to write a book like I always wanted to be an author always had that desire but I was like man I'll get to it you know eventually it's gonna take a long I just kept putting it off mm. and then my environment changed mm. I took a job in Mississippi uh in the scary south right <laughs> so, mm. so I I moved to a school that is literally about forty-five miles away from where my uh, my grandmother, uh, my great aunts and uncles were. All of them were born. Uh, it's I'm in the Mississippi Delta, which is literally the poorest region in the poorest state. Wow. Um, and either way, you go east or west, there's literally nothing but fields for hours. Either way. Um, so I had been down here and I, and I drove into the town Greenwood is like 10 minutes from where I am. And I drove in my first day down here and the sign says, welcome to the cotton capital of the world. And I'm like, Mm. "Okay." so I, I was here for a couple of months and then cotton season rolled around and literally everywhere I drive, there's nothing but cotton. Cotton, 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 cotton. And I'm like, okay. And it, it sort of messed me up. I guess people who have been down here, you know they're used to it. Right. But I'm like, had I been born uh a generation or two back, right or three, I would have been in these fields picking this cotton. Facts. I said, How dare I sit on this opportunity in twenty eighteen where we have social media, you can self publish. Like I don't have to wait for a publisher. I don't have to, I can literally sit down, write a book today and put it on Amazon tomorrow. Mm like there I was making excuses so being in the right environment uh really really helped to push the book out of me plus I had been coaching for a couple of years at that point and I really really saw the need um I had a player on my team a senior great kid amazing kid love her to death potential just off the charts mm-hmm. um so I said okay you know you're going to graduate send me your resume this is in her resume; it's literally blank. I'm like, okay, mm. we got some work to do. So I call up a friend um, who could give her an internship. So I'm like, hey, could you hook her up? He's like, yeah, I got you. I just got to interview her. So I s- helped set up the interview, and my guy calls me and he's like, Joy, what's up with your girl? I'm like, what are you what are you talking about? He says she, you know, seems like a good kid, but she blew the interview, and I was like, mm. I can't can't really see her doing that. So I call in the office. I'm like, hey, what's going on? she was like coach i was just so nervous and she's not really the type to get nervous and i'm like why what's going on and she said well um that was my first interview and i was like okay you're 22 years old Mm -hmm. you're about to graduate from college and i and i've only had you for a year but i feel like as your coach i've done you a disservice Mm. because if i can have you in practice for three or four hours and we talk about ball screen defense and i'm working on your shot but i haven't taken the time to prepare you for what's going to happen next i have done you a disservice hmm. um and she was something like that was her first interview and she really wasn't prepared um so like i said through coaching and being in this new environment it was sort of like just a melting pot of all of these things that came together at the right time and hmm. boom here's the book wow so that's how that happened <laughs>
1: Wow. Hey, but the thing that I respect most about it, like you said, you didn't rush to process. You took time. You thought about it. It was real thorough in addition to helping someone else and having those difficult conversations. And I think that's another reason why I enjoy sports so much is because we are comfortable with having those conversations yes yes that's I believe that's why I can tell on myself and not have no shame because of the fact that hey Murph, you stink today Murph, you let that dude score I ain't gonna say 30 that never happened let's say 20 and, and I'm okay with it because I know I have another game to bounce back I know right. the next practice I can bounce back so uh, what you doing is huge and and as a leader It comes natural for us as natural leaders But for the next person Like you said They just need that confidence Or the repetition So they can get comfortable So when they do have another interview Boom They comfortable They're saying the right keywords And then you know Blowing their socks off Because they've had that repetition And they practice, 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 practice So Yep Just like speaking Just like podcasts Like, when I first started my very first episode, my voice didn't project. I was talking real (laughs) low and I was, uh, 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 Now I'm like, just, let's go.
0: Let's go. (laughs) And that's the thing, another thing that we learn from our sport through practice and through mm -hmm. repetition, we can literally improve our level of skill at anything. Mm hmm. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's podcasting or prepping for an interview or whatever your interest might be. If your if your ball if your ball handling skills weren't tight, coach would put those cones out and you'd go through the same drills Come over on. and over and over and over. And you would you hated the drills. It was boring. It was the same thing over and over. but guess what? Your handles got tighter. Yeah, like it, it, and it is—it's the same thing in life. Like right. there are so many parallels between our sport and life. It's just—and we, a lot of us, we use some of the things, but we don't use everything in our tool belt to our advantage.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why it's the Joy Walkers of the world collaborating with the big homie to
0: let's go bring
1: awareness for those student athletes and for those making that transition and like i told you i was in my mid-30s before i was like you know what i'm I'm gonna make a change i'm actually go back to what i once was comfortable with and my experiences up until this point and just combine them together and boom so i know my listeners they like okay murph y'all dope but they want to hear they want to hear some actual Sports They they want to hear Yo What are your predictions Boogie He's back now For the Warriors I definitely want to hit on With some of your players To see Are they in uh, Professional uh, Basketball Are they in the WNBA Or are they overseas So we can hit on those
0: Let's go Let's go I'm down
1: Okay so I have a question I'm going to go with the NBA first Okay Boogie He's back what are your thoughts? Splash for him?
0: brother
1: number three. Yeah, ha! Huh. He hit two threes, I believe, two or three. But yeah, Splash brother number three. What do you think his addition means to that team?
0: My goodness, you just added the Marcus Cousins to <laughs> the 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 team that already couldn't be stopped, and I'm in my feelings because. <sighs> I you know what I don't mm, I don't want to go there, but I'm gonna Come go there. On. I don't I don't want to watch an All Star game every single night. Uh-huh. And that's what I feel like this is. And, and I'm not I'm not a fan of the teaming up and the super team. Oh, I, I just can't like I, I now let me backtrack. Come I on. loved I loved the Boston Celtics big three. Right, mm-hmm. biggest KG fan ever. Um, love Ray Allen. You know Paul Pierce. Plus they had Rondo, but I don't think that that was like what the Warriors have it's just like oh I just want to go and join this but it it, it's going to be scary they're going to mess around and run off six championships straight so I'm like why even I'm gonna watch the playoffs when it gets to the finals I'm good because I already know what's gonna happen yeah
1: (laughs) yeah yeah I, I I can't argue with you I cannot argue with you on that so talking about Boogie he's uh Added to the Warriors team. Now that LeBron has not been playing with his team, the Lakers. What are your thoughts on the Lakers now?
0: The Lakers need some time. They got to add some more pieces. Uh, I saw that last game. Before uh, when LeBron went out, and they're when he was playing, they were playing better than I thought they would be playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that they definitely exceeded everyone's expectations. But it's gonna take some time, especially LeBron being out west for the first time, mm-hmm. and he has to go through Golden State to even get to the finals. Right. They got a lot of stacking at Magic, you know, and they're they're gonna they're gonna work. He's gonna work his magic. So it's <laughs> only time will tell. But the Laker Nation things are turning around. You know, but they still got to be patient. They got to be patient because it's going to take time. LeBron doesn't fix everything. He, fixed a lot of, he fixes a lot of things, but it's not like, oh, okay, we're going to win a championship now. No, we still got some building to do.
1: So, for those Lakers fans, be patient. Uh, I know it's easier said than done going back to the glory days when you guys had Shaq and Kobe and the Magic and Kareem and Worthy. But, it, you know, with LeBron, give them, a, I'll say, a couple more years.
0: Give them some time. They'll be They'll be right back. It's, it was we gotta hope, Golden. I don't want to hope that they break up, but that's just getting through Golden State. That's yeah. gonna be rough, Brian Bron, Bron. Yeah. I'm yeah. cheering, but it's gonna be rough. <laughs> yeah, like
1: you said, that's anybody from the starting five can give you thirty.
0: I think I saw this is the first team since like the Celtics was it like in the '70s that has five All Stars from last year. Mm-hmm. That's insane. <laughs> Yes, like I said, it's an all star game every night. No need to wait until February. Like, just turn on the Warriors game, all star
1: game. Yep, 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 yep. And yes, indeed. NFL playoffs, they're here. I know I wanted to talk about the Patriots. And again, you play sports. When you have a system like New England's, what are your thoughts on a system like New England, to where as long as you got Tom Brady and uh okay defense, you can plug and play the running backs and receivers.
0: <laughs> that's, that's, mm, that's scary. <laughs> and <laughs> that's really all I can say. I know that, On the Secret to Success podcast I don't think they were talking about the Patriots But they were talking about They touched on the Patriots They were talking about systems Mm -hmm. And they talked about And this was an episode a while back And they were talking about the fact that For a while E Like when he was with this old team He was kind of on He was more like And one Gotcha. Like it was more like an and-one approach. You know, I'm going to show up, and I'm going to drop, you know, 30, but my team can't really help But When he got a new team, it was sort of like going from playing and-one right. to playing in Phil Jackson's triangle offense. Right. Like, it's a system, and it yeah. when you have, like you said, when you have the right pieces in that system mm. – you can win Super Bowl after Super Bowl, get back to the Super. I'm in my feelings because my Rams left St. Louis and went to L. <clears> a. <LA> and <throat> now they're just thriving, you know. But uh, <laughs> that's true. But the having a system in place. I played for uh, I played JUCO ball before I went D1, mm-hmm. and I played for a coach who has a system in place. And outside of like my grandmother, my JUCO coach was probably the most influential person in my life mm. uh she literally is at the juco national tournament in the final four every single year wow. and you know juco there's a lot of turnaround it's not like you have kids in your system for four years right every year she literally she might have 10 or 12 freshmen in a recruiting class but they keep winning um and she has this system where every year her team is top three in the country in scoring the year before i got there they were averaging like 92 points again like it's just wow. her system her system is, and I don't care what, as long as she has good character kids, she's really good about the player development. So, when I when I see, like, a Patriots, I think about my Juco coach. Like, I understand what having, like, I have two rings. My two years, we did not lose a home game. I didn't lose my first home or conference game until I was a junior in college. Wow. Like her system issues, and I've tried to implement those systems in my own life. Not you know from a basketball standpoint, right. from a productivity, and you know just being just getting the most out of what I need to do. Systems change everything. I don't care if you're in corporate or if you're in New England playing for the Patriots. Like if you have the right system, you're going to win. Wow,
1: and and I got a question because I know my list is like she didn't go take no other offers for bigger universities.
0: You know, um, she, she could if she wanted to, but she's talked about the fact that she has a good thing going at that school. Gotcha. And a lot of times, you know, when you go to bigger schools, because uh, she... She's been a winner her whole life. She won a, a national championship when she was playing AAU. She went to the Final Four when she was playing with Alabama. Like she is just a winner. She doesn't know losing. So for her going to a, and a lot of times when jobs open up, they're bad jobs, right? Mm-hmm. J- programs that are winning those jobs don't open up. So it, it, number one, you got to take a bad job basically, uh, and number two, you might not have the support from administration. So she has an amazing thing going where she is, and she's very happy about it. She's been there for a, a long time. I'm sure she's be there for a long time. She go. had the Juco National Player of the Year last year. Like it, she has a great system and they win 30 games or more and <laughs> a lot of teams talk about winning 20. My, our very first team practice, I talk about it. Well, our first team meeting, I talk about it in the book. The goals on the board, you know, most people want to win 20 games. Right. So, right. In 30, never lose a home game, Ooh. never lose a conference game. That's exactly what we did. I didn't lose a home game, didn't lose a conference game. I think we won 31 games freshman year and like 30 sophomore year. Like those are expectations. And you performed to her standards, period.
1: Well, uh, uh, yeah, yeah uh, copy that. <laughs> But it did pay dividends, like you said. She wasn't stretching it. She was giving out realistic goals that she know with your help, of course, you can achieve. So, shout out to Coach uh, for that. So, now that we spoke on the Patriots, we got the Chiefs. We got the Saints. Or somebody say the Aints. So I'm just throwing that out there. I I'm, I'm, I actually said the Patriots and the Saints. And then we got the... Uh, the uh, LA Rams What are your predictions On you know these what? key matchups
0: I, I I hate to drink the Haterade But as long as the Rams don't go And some of my homies from St. Louis Are still cheering <laughs> for the Rams I feel them But I mean uh, And I haven't even I don't even have a new team yet You know Maybe it's going to be the Dirty Birds I don't know hey. But uh, I I Maybe the Saints go up. I don't know. We we got to stay tuned and see. I don't know. As yep. long as long as the Rams, you know, head back to LA, I'm good.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, there it is. Y'all y'all heard coach, and I'm gonna be real. I've said this uh, last episode. I said the Patriots and the Saints. I just don't know who gonna win yet. So uh, stay tuned for that answer. Yep, y'all gotta wait. And uh, <laughs> I want to hit on. Women athletics, women sports with you before we wrap it up. So WNBA is growing. Yes. They have a new team that just started in Vegas. Yes. Uh, Women are becoming actually uh, not only players but also a coach. I know I spoke on uh, the young lady for the Mystics who's assistant coach for the Wizards. Of course, Mm -hmm. you got Becky Hammond. Sue Mm -hmm. Bird is in uh, an operational role for the Nuggets.
0: Yes. How
1: how do you feel about the direction as far as what the women are getting for the game of basketball?
0: I like the direction that we're heading in. Uh, And I've talked to some people about this. And they're kind of... Not upset, but they're wondering why, you know, it sort of took so long. Mm, okay. uh, but I think that we are getting the recognition. Uh, Aja, you talked about uh, Las Vegas. Asia Wilson just didn't look like a rookie at all this past season. Yeah. I mean, was yeah. giving everybody that 25. <laughs> uh, and, and South Carolina is my favorite women's college team. So I was just enjoying every second of that.
1: Don Staley's but, the head coach there, right? Yes, oh.
0: yes, and she has one heck of a recruiting class for 2019. So stay tuned for more Gamecock women's <laughs> basketball. This class is insane, but I like the direction that we're going. Like you said, you got Sue Bird in the front office position. You see more women uh, coaching, you know, on the men's side, and it's going to take some time. But I think that we're we're getting there, uh, it, it, and we have all of the tools. You know, we have the experience. It's just a matter of getting and that opportunity and I think that more of those doors are starting to open. Definitely excited about the direction that not just women's basketball but women's sports in general. You know, you have people out front like your Serenas, you know, in, in other sports and I think that we are definitely like I said heading in the, that right direction.
1: And speaking of Serena, she first before the pregnancy, before the break, she was the GOAT. Now she's came come back you know, As a parent, name higher
0: than goat. Look, I, I,
1: exactly. That's I don't even know what that is.
0: Just but, Serena, Look, yeah, Serena.
1: Yeah, huh? Like she, she's still kicking butt and taking names, man. I, again, I'm speechless, y'all. Like you,
0: you. Hashtag goals. That's all I can uh, say. Just
1: like nothing can hold you back. Nothing can stop you. You've proven, no matter what time. No matter what slows her down, she's going to find a way to be back on top
0: and that's so important to have someone like a a Serena Williams or an Asia Wilson because uh, when I was coming up in the 90s like the WNBA was just starting so we didn't and of course we had like Tennessee women's basketball we didn't have a lot of women at the professional ranks you know back then women had to go overseas and play so now this next generation of young ladies and of course I'm a huge Michael Jordan fan love AI coming up but there was something different about seeing a Lisa Leslie or a cynthia cooper someone who looked like me Mm -hmm. who was doing what i wanted to do and not saying that oh you know you got to go pro but it's just incredible to have role models who look like you so like i said the future is bright and i'm just excited about what this next generation of up-and-coming female athletes are going to accomplish
1: and speaking of accomplishments and i know you like murph you didn't prepare me for this i know but i I told you once i push record a whole nother dynamic comes out. <laughs> what is next for you, Coach? What is next for Skywalker?
0: Mm, you, you, you with these fire questions. Okay, and you know what? I guess I can go ahead and 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 let it out. Oh, uh, I, I am. I want to say passionate, but that's not good enough. Okay. I am obsessed with giving athletes the tools that they need. Um, How do you redefine yourself? How do you figure out what's next? How do you understand what is in your possession and use that? Uh, Because I've talked to so many athletes who have gone through that depression or a lot of them, a lot of us, we settle for that first job that comes along right? and we look up and it's been five years later and it's like, wow, I was going to stay here for six months. Like, I'm literally, there has to be more than life because I feel like I'm wasting my potential. Right. Um, so I am in the process of putting some programming together that is literally going to, uh, it's going to, and it's going to be basketball specific. It's going to give former basketball players the tools that they need, um, we're gonna get in the film room. I got air quotes. We're gonna we're gonna do personal scouting reports. It's all gonna be basketball related. But literally figuring, okay, like you like you said, what is my gift? Mm. where do I feel Mm. most comfortable? What am I good at? Where can I have the greatest impact? Because I'm not against having a job. You got to pay bills. I (laughs) totally get that. I (laughs) totally get that. That's necessary. That's a good thing. But there's more to, if you feel like there's more in you, you got to find a way to get it out. So I am going to be, uh, coaching putting some coaching some programming together to literally help you identify your other gifts because breaking news you can do more than just hoop yeah. or catch touchdown pass like yeah. there is more to you so I'm, I'm really in the process of helping like I said it's going to start with basketball helping former hoopers to figure out okay what are my other gifts and how can I use them
1: well as a former hooper you know you got me if that comes out or comes about the big homie always available when it comes to giving back to the youth so i'm definitely proud of you coach for what you're doing for the student athletes like you said specifically for basketball because that game or the game the best game allowed us to do some great things to where we can carry those qualities and characteristics on to those uh Uh, after us or even before us so just keep doing what you're doing and it's been a dope dope episode I thank you
0: thank you so much for having me this was a lot of fun this was incredible i love what you are doing keep Um, the heat coming
1: i appreciate it i definitely appreciate it and as i told you you know i'm a touch base i'm a follow-up with you because you based in atl huh
0: I am in Itabina, Mississippi.
1: Oh, you still in Mississippi?
0: I am. I am.
1: Oh, well, I don't know if the big homie is going to be in Mississippi anytime soon.
0: I see how it is. It's all good. But,
1: but, but, hey, you never know. You never know, y'all. So, hey, but keep doing what you're doing and, you know, we'll definitely stay connected and in contact. But for those who might not have took the time in the middle of the show, and followed you Or subscribed to your show Can you just give them A friendly reminder On how to reach you
0: Yes On social media You'll find me At Sets for life 314 That's on Instagram Twitter Twitter Facebook. Check out the website www. walker.com You can find Sets for Life, my podcast, on Apple podcast on Stitcher. Just connect with me. I promise I got some heat coming for you. So I'm looking forward to connecting with you.
1: Hey y'all, y'all make sure y'all do that too. Make sure Sets for Life three one four subscribe to the podcast. Check it out, please. Do doing great things in the community as well as the sport. That we love so much But alright y'all Y'all know how I get toward the end That's not like I get my second win When it's time to go So I'm going to cut it short But to find me First time listeners Thank you as well For tuning in You can find me On Twitter and Instagram At isdmurf And email me Isdmurf at yahoo.com Hey y'all I appreciate y'all Enjoy the rest of your day Until next time I'm out Peace For now I am Cole Johnson Of Cole Sports And this has been your Why Not Sports Short. This has been a special report from Why Not Sports. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming already in progress.